Welcome to Raw, Rebelliously Authentic Worship, where we throw religion out the window. And today, we're going to have a conversation with a few really good friends. Hey, Marky. Hey, Jess. Hey, Bridget. Hey, Gina. <laughs> Guess what? We have our first Zoom podcast recording. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm excited. Are this y'all excited, girls? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about friendship today and we we invited anyone who wanted to be on to hang out with us and the VIPs are here. Yeah, for the record. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. There were there were a couple more that we're going to jump on but weren't able to and I think that we know that God's in control and he's got this and who's on is supposed to be on. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So guess what I did, ladies? I know you're going to be really surprised. What? I added a question to the paper that Jess knows nothing oh, about. I didn't okay. even read it. So it's great. I do this all the time. Wait, hold on. You can't read it. She's like covering my paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're ready for me to start us off? Here's the question. And whichever you ladies wants to answer, go ahead and unmute and, and answer. Okay. And Jess, you can answer too. Okay. She's scared. I am. If you could be best friends with an animated movie character, who would it be? And why? Uh, they're shaking their heads. <laughs> I wish we were like, they're like, I can't answer this question. Okay, let me think. My favorite movie is Rapunzel. Um, goodness gracious. That's a good question. It is a good question. That's makes you really, think for a minute. It does make me think. I don't, I think... Um, Mufasa was so wise. Um, I don't know. What do y'all think? No, she's shaking her head. Gina, you have comments. My first thought was Jasmine because I want to go on a magic carpet ride. I <laughs> love to travel. And my first thought was how great of a way to travel. Listen, to I get that. Ride. That was good. As as a kid, my favorite movie was Aladdin. So I am I am with you there. I get it. That was I am a good with one. you. I have it. I have teenagers, so it's a little harder to think animated yeah you can do it you got something bridge i don't know the first one that popped into my brain and this is not animated cartoon but it's muppets who's the muppet the one that sings like life's a happy song do you know that song and he's like this really i don't know that falter i think and he's like my daughter as a muppet (laughs) (laughs) You just called your daughter a Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) And she listens. (laughs) All right. What do you think, Jess? I I, got nothing. I I got, I mean, it's one of the princesses. I can tell you that. There's a surprise. Are you guys surprised? Definitely a princess. I mean, Cinderella. I mean, I I mean, I don't know though. I, I honestly think it would be Rapunzel. Okay. Okay, why Rapunzel? Because she's not anything exactly like I am. She's completely different. and So she's complimentary. Yes, and she enjoys where she is. I mean, if you notice, like, she she's really trapped, but she she eventually does feel trapped. But, but yeah, I, I think I, w- I would be best friends with her. Okay. I don't know. I think being best friends with Jeannie would be pretty awesome. Oh, <laughs> y'all should see Gina's face. I'm kind of sad that I didn't think of that too. <laughs> but does he only give you three wishes? Because that that puts things into perspective. A no, little more. As soon as Aladdin freed him, he did all kinds of things for Aladdin. Yeah, and it's best friends. So, like, your best friend would give you more than three, right? I'm thinking. 
you ain't never had a friend like Jeannie, right? It's not possible. That's Unless, good. of course, it's Jesus. Yeah, true. <laughs> but Robin Williams, Jeannie, or Will Smith? Oh, definitely Robin Williams. I agree. Come on now. I agree. We need <laughs> you a funny one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. That's funny. That's a good question. All right. You want to pick the next one? I do want to pick the next one. Okay. What? Mm, do we go there first? Okay. Are you a good friend? Why or why not? Mm, they're thinking faces. I feel like I should put this on you. Like, do you think I'm a good friend? We have been <laughs> friends for what? Over five years. Well, you have to answer. Do you think you're a good friend? I personally think I'm a good friend. I think um, I try to reach out and communicate. Um, I'm a people person. <clears throat> so yeah. what, what Gina is saying is when you don't communicate, that's not a very good friend thing to do, Jess. Did you catch that? Sorry, go yes. on, go on, Gina. I mean, just saying communication is my like number one skill set, I think. So I think that makes me a good friend. Um, yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. But I feel like I should ask you, do you think I'm a good friend? <laughs> you are a guest. <laughs> so here's the deal. I can't tell anybody on this podcast that they're not a good friend. Right. You all have been there for me since the beginning of this mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prior, just saying, way yeah, before everything. Yeah. yeah. We have been friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a, what a quality of a good friend is showing up is communication. That's a good quality. And I, I pick on Jess a lot. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> never. You never pick on me. <laughs> um, but we're all so different. And yeah. so me picking on her about the communication thing today is really just me giving people a little bit more details because <laughs> I'm still an overshare. I am not. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that one's come out yet. All right. So do you want to pick another one? Sure. Oh, that's a good one right there. Well, then you pick it because okay. I didn't get there. Okay. I like this one. Who is your strangest friend? Okay. Maybe you don't say their name. <laughs> you can totally say their name if if they're okay with you saying their name. <laughs> and what makes them strange? <laughs> do you have a what strange? Strange. So I don't, you define strange for you, right? Hmm. Hmm. Because we're all crazy people, Marky. We've done all. We are crazy that. people, so we're all strange. And I think that's what I meant by if they decided that I was the strangest friend, I'm totally <laughs> cool with them saying my name. Just so you know, <laughs> Gina, do you have a strange friend, Bridget? She's thinking. Thank so you. I don't necessarily have like a specific person that comes to mind. I have a couple people. Um, I am not that um, like showy person house is absolutely beautiful everything's clean and organized um and then i do have some friends you go over to their house and i'm like are, do you even live here is this like, <laughs> what's going on here so to me that's strange because i feel like right now having a newborn i feel like i'm on like a train and i'm the conductor of the hot mess express and so i think that puts things into reality is when you go to other people's worlds and everything is all put together yeah. um so i think that is strange um you know what i think is really cool about that though i'm just gonna throw this in real quick what i think is really cool is 
when people really are your friends, they don't care what your house looks like. Absolutely. I have never felt more. Carolyn's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Gina. Oh, there she is. There she is. I was just going to talk about Carolyn too. Go ahead. She's your strange friend. As her audio. Well, yeah, she could be my strange friend. Um, Talking about um, people (laughs) that you don't care um, about what your house looks like or what you're doing. Um, like I said, I have a newborn at home and people have been in and out of my house so much so that we put a lock on our door um, that I have friends that have codes to come into my house. And um, I was really struggling the other day on sleep because my daughter is up every two hours and Carolyn was coming over and I was still in bed. She made you know, got the code, came into my house and came up to my room and grabbed the baby and just let me be for a little while. I so I feel like that is like friendship. I don't know how we went from strange to that. No, I like it. Um, But yeah, I think, I think Marky, you said something about like people, I don't know, real friends, they don't care. And yep. I am definitely realizing that now that the people that are showing up in my life right now are definitely the true people that like, I don't care how crazy my life is right now. They're showing up and they're there. Yeah. And I love (laughs) y'all. We love you. Bridge, you got something? I was just thinking, I don't know. I think I'm really strange. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I love you. I enjoy being with people that are like a little more, maybe not normal to the world. So I guess. (laughs) I love it. I feel like um, at this point in my life, like I don't really do fake well and preach particularly do small talk super well. So I just really love people that are like, okay, getting in the dirt and the muck and like being okay with that. And just really praying. Like, I feel like I've been more intentional about like praying for friendships, like as I got older and like, just being like available for friends. And I feel like, um, I don't know, like, I feel like my younger years was all about like, give me more, give me more people. And now I'm like, I'm okay with just a few strange people sitting with me, (laughs) you know? So I don't know. It's hard for me to answer, I guess. No, you did. I think that's a great answer. I was just going to say, you know, what's really cool about that. Yeah. Of the people that I can think about, I'm pretty sure that every time Bridget's like, hey, what do you need? And somehow she'd always ask when there was a need to do dirty work. Mm. Like, I think she was at my my actual house twice. She was. Right? And then at we were once. just up at the property destroying a couple sheds. Um, and so of the dirty work people, and Carolyn totally would have done it too, by the way. Yeah. Um, but she was at work. <laughs> Gina's like, nope. <laughs> Gina's crazy in a different way, um, but <laughs> in a bougie way. Keep going. Pot <laughs> pedal. Wow, we went to the bougie already, and we're only a few minutes into the podcast. Wow, there's <laughs> something that Bridget said that I want to piggyback off of yeah. about having a smaller circle. So mm. Jess and I <laughs> always kid around about she. Well, I think in our group they always say, "Gina, you know everyone." Everyone. Um, and true. I, I do. I know a lot of people. And Jess and I had a conversation um, actually recently within the last couple of weeks about how many friends I have. And I said, I have leveled friendship. And I know that sounds really 
strange, but I have friends that I talk to at work and I only know them really at work. I have friends that I have known my entire life and from high school or childhood that know a good portion of my life, but don't see me every day. Um, and then I have friends that truly know like the ins and outs of my world, like what goes on daily from my job, my marriage, my children, like I think there's leveled friendships, at least in my world. Um, I don't know if everybody's like that, but that's why I feel like yeah. I have so many friends because they all, I don't want to say serve a different purpose, but they all have a different place in my world and it just works. So but I isn't that they have a lot. <laughs> yeah, you do. Isn't that so much to keep up with? Do you enjoy keeping up with that? I love communication. Yeah, I was just going to say, she likes to communicate, Jess. (laughs) I love communication. So it's nice to talk to somebody that I haven't talked to in a while, to fill them in on my life or see how they're doing. Um, And then there's friends that I see daily that, you know, I get like a more intimate relationship with and know more deeply than somebody else. For the record, Gina, you make a ton more sense to me than the guys. When the guys podcast comes out on Tuesday, I don't even understand. Well, I don't think we're supposed to because the guys are different. I know, yeah. which is why they had their own. They had their own podcast. It's it's. Funny. They, they seriously talked in circles and it wasn't leveled friends. No, it's there comical. were acquaintances yeah. and there were family. And then came yeah. camaraderie. camaraderie. Yeah, camaraderie. There comrades. was never friendship. Yeah, so I'm like, so we're doing a whole podcast on friendship. You'll hear. Without friendship. <laughs> I think guys are a lot different when it comes to friendships. I know That's my husband fun. alone, yeah. I always joke around. He'll be like, oh, this is like my best bud. And then I'm like, when was the last time you talked to them? <laughs> and then like, they don't like know anything going on in your world. And then all of a sudden, like you introduce them to somebody else if we're out with them. And I'm like, really? That's a best friend? No, I don't That's know. Funny. I guess my thoughts on a best friend are very different. Yeah. That's what we discovered. And I don't think Jess and I even fully understood how different all of this was until we did the guys podcast. Until we listened. And I was like, I don't even understand what they're saying right now. <laughs> Y'all have to hear it. It's, it's, it's funny. But anyway, so strange friendships. Carolyn, who's your strangest friend? You don't have to use her name unless yeah. they are in this circle. And what makes them strange? And what makes them strange? I was trying to th- actually think of like, do I have any friends that are not strange? <laughs> <Yes>. That's good. <laughs> because I mean, Gina's like, face, guys, did y'all see? She, she got offended. Yeah, she did. For the record, like, I'm not offended. The, the, right? As Bridget like, says, I, mean, I like to be strange. <laughs> right, exactly. I feel like, you know, being a little bit of strange just makes you a little bit different. It makes you unique. It makes you yeah. fun. Not and boring. really, right, exactly. And I feel like that's kind of like what we in general gravitate towards. So like, I feel like in, in general with our group specifically, like we all have our, our quirks, we all have our, you know, what makes us different. And like Marky says all the time, like we are the crazy people and we completely <laughs> we like, are. we own up to it. <laughs> We're like, yes, yes, that's us. So like, I'm, I'm like trying to think specifically, I'm like, yeah, I think we're all, all pretty strange, <laughs> but in like such a beautiful way. Like I, I love it. I would, re- I wouldn't have it any other way. Love it. I feel like, um, I had a thought 
and it just jumps ship. Weird. Your brain. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with your brain. my you life. Know? What's wrong with your brain? <laughs> um, okay. So, um, but that does lead us into the next question. Yeah. Which are, are any of your friends completely opposite you or very similar than you? You know, and, and I think that this probably works both ways. Yeah. I have answers. If y'all don't, Marky is opposite of me in a lot, probably every way. Very close to every way. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very close. If we're talking within our little group, Jess and I are probably the most similar. Oh man, we fight too. And we fight. Oh my gosh. Out of the four of us, Jess and I are the ones that go at it the most. (laughs) (laughs) We fight a lot. Because we are so similar. Yeah. And I also feel like, I don't know. Carolyn and Marky are very different than us. And I don't yes. feel like we fight as much with them. <laughs> but we love it's each true. other. We it's do love really each fun. other. I, like, I was like, let's be clear. We fight, but we love each other. And we fight. Usually it's a fight over love, right? Yeah. Like it's a fight over love. And and, and we always In make communication a, a lot of times. Really? <laughs> Actually, a lot of times, a lot of times it's, it's the calendar. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> time. Good. Communication. You know, that stuff. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Any of you else want to answer? Similar? Um, so if I'm thinking of my husband, who's my best best friend, mm-hmm. we are very different. We are super opposites um in terms of the way we handle things. I tend to be a little bit more um I call it my creative brain is my way of saying that I'm a little bit out there sometimes and he is very like level-headed and methodical and he loves spreadsheets and I do not um but I always feel like at the core we have like the same values on the things that like super duper matter to to us and so I'm grateful for that like how we raise our kids and you know ethical things and stuff like that um And then one of my other really close friends, we're a lot alike, but she's super like hands-on creative. Like she could build a table. She could, and that is not me. Like I was saying to Mark, you one day, I was like, I'm not quite sure sometimes what I offer to like friendships because I have a lot of friends that are like, they make jewelry. They do all these like beautiful pieces of art and all this stuff. And I'm like, I can like lead groups well. (laughs) <laughs> but I was going to say, I know what you offer and that's you, you listen from your heart. Yeah. Consistently. That is what you do all the time. Yeah, I just think it's so easy to like, like the gifts that we have sometimes to be like, ah, like they may not be like a tangible gift that maybe like the world can see. So I tend to kind of like undervalue set things, you know? that um, I offer. So I think it's important to like recognize that too. Like there's just always something great that we can bring to the table, you know, whether it's in friendship or whatever, you know, um, and not compare and don't compare yourself. Yeah. Because God made you unique on purpose and and your purpose in in every friendship could be different. My purpose in your friendship and Gina and Carolyn, that it, it could all be different. Um, but you still have unique purpose because God, God doesn't make mistakes. And what's, what's interesting about these dynamics is, is Gina and Jess are saying the reason that we fight is because we're too much alike in (laughs) certain areas. Yeah. Right. They're both high D personalities. Um, 
And so that is not a question. (laughs) Um, And so that is the part that you fight the most. And Jess is saying, like, I don't know if there's a way that we're the same. She and I are the same. And honestly, like off the top of my head, I can't think of a single way. Because even with parenting, like Jess used to like try not to say anything as I'm letting my kids climb on stuff that she is afraid in the store, like the grocery store, I would have to like tie my hands behind my back and not grab kids' hands and have them walk with me because she's a free, I call you a free range mama. And she kind of gives her kids more freedom. And I, I'm not that way. I'm an umbrella mom. And, and so I'm holding a hand in the store and I'm a bit, but yeah. I parent with boundaries. So they know when they've gotten to a place where you they've do. gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I would have to be like, don't mom, don't mom them, don't mom these kids. <laughs> what's interesting though is the four of us here five of us i can count there's four boxes because we the two of us are on uh-huh. one video mm-hmm. it's fine um mm-hmm. but the five of us here what we all have in common is jesus right yeah yeah and so at the core i mean it doesn't matter how much you and gina fight <laughs> <laughs> you're always coming back to each other yeah um It doesn't matter how many times Carolyn's late. We always love her. Yes, she's here. (laughs) Love you. you (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter how many times Marky rolls her eyes at the sheer, I don't know, unplannedness of me, Jess and and Carolyn. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) it doesn't, none of those things matter. You know, and Bridget, actually, she and I found out the other day how different we are. Hmm. So Bridget's personality, I know that you guys are just starting to get to know each other. Yeah. Um, but you guys are more similar in personality than... I believe that. Um, what's interesting is we're sitting at our dining room table and Bridget, Carlos and I are having a conversation and Bridget's like, Mark, you're just like my husband and Carlos is so much like me. And this isn't a surprise. Yeah. Really, when we think about it, because what what is the purpose of friendship? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that that question might even be on here. Yeah. But the purposes of friendship are are to to you know iron sharpens iron. So we're going to help build each other up. We are going to tell each other, hey, by the way, like you messed that up a little bit. But we're also going to say, hey, I love you. It's okay. Yeah, and I think that's communication, and and that's <laughs> and, stop. And that's sometimes hard. It's hard conversations that we've we've had this. Right. conversation on our yeah. podcast before it's not new but hard conversations are important especially if you want they friendships are. to last they are and so that's exactly exactly what i'm getting to is that that the purposes of our relationships are to help us to be more like jesus yeah and what better way is there to help us be more like jesus but to spend time with people who love jesus and are different than us because yeah. it challenges us to be to love those differences yeah i like it And so power to all of us for being willing to like be different and love each other anyway. And the same and love each other anyway. And the same. Right. Right. And to fight it out and know that, you know, even if we're fighting it out, we know we love each other. She knows I love her and and I know she loves me. Right, Gina? I love you. (laughs) I think what I was going to say earlier when my brain jumped jumped ship, because we were talking about how friendships were different or the same or whatever. And I was thinking about how when we were in school, do you guys remember like in school, everybody wanted to be the same? Mm. How well did that work out for us? Not very. Anybody have a fun story? (laughs) No? 
I don't know if we want to talk ice. (laughs) Every single one of us has like the slightly upturned nose of disgust. Like, like those are the things that we did in school because we thought that what it meant to be a friend was to be like somebody else, to be similar. But that's not the truth at all. The truth is that to be a friend is to draw Jesus out of each other. I like it. Speaking Sorry, of, I just went and preached no, the whole sermon. No, I like it, her preaching. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. It's usually me. Um, <laughs> all right. So what, I have another question. You ready? What do you look for and need in your friendships? It's a good question. What do you look for and need? What's something you need, you feel like you need, or you, or you look for in your friendships? Anybody want to unmute and answer? I don't like fakeness. Um, so for real authentic, yes, real authentic. Um, I just, I, you need to be yourself. I don't need you to impress me. I don't need you to act differently. I just need you to be you. Um, and humor because, you know, man, I, I can't be serious a lot. I like, I like to laugh it up. So, um, those are probably the most important to me. It's just being real and honest and let me see your heart. And, um, I don't need you to be fake about things. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I was going to say something similar. Definitely, I would say uh, genuineness um, is probably the thing that I am drawn to the most in people. Um, One day I was even saying to Marky, like, I don't even know how to do this life or like leadership and not be like really deep. (laughs) Like I'm like a deep girl. So I, and I know everyone can't go there and that's okay. And that's something I need to work on, but like, I just love those like real authentic relationships. And I love when people can just, um, just, I don't want to say accept you for who you are. Cause that sounds, I? I don't know. Yeah. but just, um, not try, not being like trying to change who you are. Like I can be your friend, but you need to do like X, Y, and Z. I'm like, no. I'm too- <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't want them to challenge me to like improve or challenge me to change in areas where maybe I need to, but I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I want those genuine, real relationships and those great conversations. You know, that's one of the reasons I love just my time with Marky so much is because we always end up in these like places where I'm like, wow, I don't know if there's anyone else I would like talk to this (laughs) way with. And I appreciate so, so, so much. Like I just value it so, so much. So that's my main thing. I think I love it. I love it. That's good. Carolyn. Um, I would say that, um, in general, I like, I love people. So I, I'm very like, I'm, I'm outgoing. Um, and I will pretty much talk to anybody. Um, but it's usually very surface level. Um, usually, you know, small talk. I will small talk the day away. She's like, small talk yeah. queen, guys. I am. I am. Which, and for the record, is- I just got to say, is what made you a really good bodyguard yeah. when the tragedy first happened <laughs> and I needed somebody to make sure that I didn't have to answer small talk questions. I was yeah. like, as I got long you, as Carolyn was with me, we were all good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but like it, like things like that worked out because, you know, I, I, I like small talk, but the moment that it would get, you know, a little bit deeper, I would like, just kind of like, 
oh no like look look at that over there like oh look that needs attention i'm just gonna get over there you know just gonna (laughs) skedaddle um and like it terrified me and i like i had this thing where i never wanted to talk about myself i didn't want to talk about my past because i was always scared or nervous what people would think of me um and I, I would have these, you know, these thoughts of like, ah, nobody wants to hear your sob story, you know, like no, nobody, nobody wants that nonsense. So I would just, you know, keep things light, mask things with humor and, you know, called it a day. Um, so f- to find like genuine friendships, it was something that was uh, kind of difficult for me because I felt like I got along with a lot of people, but I didn't really call a lot of people like my actual friend like I, ha- I have lots of acquaintances but to actually call me my friends like it, it took a lot for me to trust to let people in um and you know and that was definitely something that it, it took me a while um to let people in and those few people that I have let in um you know it's 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 such a beautiful thing to have have those few um, that I can let in, um, which thank, thankfully, um, you guys rock on. You guys are, uh, you guys are those, those few. Um, and I have a, a door that lets her in my house at any time that she just keeps <laughs> letting herself in. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And I have like a, a core group of, uh, girlfriends from, from, uh, high school too, that we make sure to like visit each other at least once or twice a year. Um, but it, like, it's, it's nice, you know, to have those few people, you know, your core, um, your tribe, like Jess used to, likes to say, um, where, you know, you can spend months and months and maybe even a year or more and just catch up, you know, right where you left off. And I, I really like that. I can have, you know, all these acquaintances, but as long, as long as I have all like, you know, that small core group, like I'm, I'm good. I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Absolutely. I think you're all kind of touched on the authentic and real. I think that's huge. And I think like Carolyn said, though, it's hard to Wow, be- that's strange. Sorry. I just have to interrupt you for a second Why? and be like, look, we are on a podcast that's called Rebelliously <laughs> Authentic <laughs> Worship, talking about friendship with people who all value authenticity. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously that goes into making room for the fact that we are all different yeah. and yet love. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I well, I was, <laughs> I was saying that Carolyn, you know, she was talking about how it's hard to get close. And I have that same, I have that same, which if you listen to the podcast, you know, I have that same bone where it is hard for me to open up and, and, and get close. Um, I have some walls up and she was saying the same thing. And I think it's cool that, well, her and I were able to both let our walls go and be friends because for two people to have walls, right? Like that's not normal for for both to let them down and, and be friends. You know, I think I don't I don't exactly know what happened there. Obviously, I, yeah. we were kind of bystanders in this bystanders. OK, I can talk. Yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Um, But I have a feeling that at least in part, it was because of the positions that you're both in together. So that that proximity piece, like you guys would see each other every Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Correct. Because there was church, there was worship practice, and then there was church again. Yeah. And on top of that, you 
you and Shane wanted to grow that, that worship ministry and, yeah. and you knew that Carolyn had that piece of her yeah. inside of it, inside of herself to grow. And so you guys wanted to pull that out. Yeah. And so I think at least in part, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to assume that the desire to, to, to grow her overcame your desire to hold up a wall. To grow me. <laughs> I'm just saying, is that wrong? Grow me. No, no, it's not. Well, and also Jess, uh, you guys came at a time where I, I was seeking, you know, to, to fill a void. You were open. Um, what was that? You were open to it. I was. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is like, I, um, like, again, I, I needed to fill a void that I had. And when I saw that, you know, I was praying, like, I'm not going to lie. I was praying. I was like, Lord, please give me a friend. Like, <laughs> help me to connect to these people who are coming. Because, like, the last thing I wanted was something, you know, so near and true to my heart, you know, being worship. And having, you know, people that I could not get along with. Um, and because obviously I knew that we were going to be spending a lot of time together yeah. and so what I really wanted was a friend and, you know, it, I was blessed because I got much more than that, than that. I got family. Um, but I, I would have never known that beforehand. Um, and it, it, it was, it was huge for me. And I kind of, I got really excited because I was like, Oh, she's cool. Okay play it cool carolyn like all right let's not get too crazy let's get her some coffee you know wedge ourselves in and wedge. we'll see what happens um and it, it worked out you know <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i'm like funny. yay we, we both like coffee and then it just kind of i don't know i don't like it was just blossomed was, from there yeah it was god i think too yeah. just so you know what i meant by grow is is i meant because because you were a little a little more shy when it came to worshiping at the beginning, you know, one of oh, yes. and stuff like that. That's what I meant by grow. I did not mean like, Oh, your character needed like significant <laughs> oh my God. help. I just wanted no. to clarify. Jeez, Jeez, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't we were, like Carolyn and I were kind of that wall friends at that point. Yep. Cause I was yeah. not allowed in yet. Um, right. um, and so at that time I remember she had come down to drop her kids off and I was like, she's like, I'm nervous. I'm leading a song. And I would, I just, encouraged her a little bit. And so my point to saying that is, is I know that, um, that, that, that was yeah. important. Yeah. If that was part of it, you know? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Right. But no, it's, it's <laughs> true because, um, well, I, I would have this extreme, uh, stage fright. Um, and that's the thing that's part of the, like part of the wall thing is that I like to, you know, exude this, you know, um, this courage and, this um i don't know this charisma and all this whatever stuff that i pretend to have and in all honesty it's like it's like a front you know um so once people start breaking through that they'll see you know all of my imperfections and then i can't um fake as well <laughs> like i can't you know just put on the the happy face um you can't small talk right like i can't, I can't <laughs> do small talk which you know it it messes me up and i'm yeah. like oh no like it's, it's tripping me up i can't do my thing um but you know in in reality i i i do want those connections it's just it's so hard to find them when 
you know, especially in in a in a religious setting, when it's hard to talk about difficult things, yeah, without having someone say, um, you know, just pray about it. Which I mean, obviously, you always want to pray about you know everything, but it's everything. Everybody wants the quick fix. And, um, and you guys are very, you're big advocates on feeling what it is that you are feeling like becoming aware of it, Mm -hmm. confronting it and dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people in the church world, they just kind of want to put a bandaid over it and move on. Um, so that, that's kind of like what I struggled with for a while. I mean, that is like the genuine or the, I was gonna say the genuine, (laughs) that is the definition of a facade, right? Yeah. Like, right, right. That's a de- definition. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's why we started the podcast because we know that we've lived in situations and churches that, that are like that at the core. And we're like, mm-hmm. that's not Jesus. That's right. not God. That's not what kingdom looks like. So let's mm-hmm. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think. So we are, we are getting actually kind of long, believe it or not. Um, but I think I wanted to, there's one on here that I wanted to, that I wanted to talk about because it's who is your oldest friend. And so, I mean, not my oldest friend period, but of this podcast right now, believe it or not, the person I've been friends with the longest is Bridget. Yeah, it is. And, uh, so I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Um, one of the things when I first met Bridget, Catherine was like, was she probably two weeks old? She was still in her infant carrier. Um, and Bridget convinced me to, <laughs> to do Mary Kay <laughs> and, uh, which, which is hysterical. Cause we all know how much I love pink mm-hmm. and, Carolyn. Makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and makeup. Um, but, uh, what's crazy about that is you never know how God is going to use people in your lives. Yeah. Um, and I think I've, I'm thinking about that because one of the things that, I remember Bridget saying at one of our Mary Kay meetings where, you know, everybody's in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I had ever heard anybody say that. Um, and it's interesting to me how now we are, what, probably eight years later, eight and a half years later, and Bridget and I are still friends. So apparently we weren't the 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 reason or the season where like the lifetime stuff going on. Yeah, And so... I mean, even you, even all of you ladies, like we've been through some stuff lately. So, so here's, here's the thing. When we go through those changes, what becomes important that that is that lifetime friend? Like what makes that different? You know? Um, So I'd be interested to hear kind of people's perspective, all of our perspective on that. You know, what, what becomes, how does it, how does a friendship develop in those times and and how does that how do we become lifetime friends like obviously to right now we've got we've got years that we can say so yeah Yeah, i think i think there has to be for me personally um god there has to be a god um not has to be but usually there's a god encounter involved with that friendship does that make sense so usually that friendship um my best friend that i grew up with that is still my best friend, she couldn't make it on today. Her name is Christine. And we had an encounter with God when we were kids together. Um, and so that really solidified our relationship and, and we've just 
we fight for our friendship, right? Like we fight for it, um, even with her in Texas. And and then with you guys, my gosh, we've encountered, we've been kind of forced into situations that that God showed up at, right? And and so the God encounter, I think for me, that's usually what I've seen in my 43 uh, years is that uh, she shares her age on the podcast all the time. I, I don't understand why she does this. I just from 43. Um, so, but it, that's what in my, that's what I've seen in my life. Um, and so it's not on God and fighting. <laughs> like you fight for it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wasn't like fighting, fighting. I, I was legit, like, you know, we got this. I legit <laughs> was not was not being a jerk there. I no. legit meant God and and fighting. Yeah, you have to fight for it. And it's something, I mean, obviously you have to be intentional and fight for it, but but yeah, and something where God is literally at the center. And I know that that's a, maybe a cliche statement that you hear at church, but, but he is. That's where we go back to. We may go over here for a minute and, and, and get lost and, and go, okay, you know, I can't do this anymore, whatever. And then, but God is always where we go back to. Yeah. If God's always where you go back to, that friendship is going to keep, if that person brings you back to God, especially that that's going to be a lifetimer for me. Do y'all have any answers? Cause I rambled on for a few minutes here. Bridget's going. There we go. Uh, I was just going to say, I think when I think of mine and Marquis story, like, you know, having like like this has been my thing lately, like God's vision for our life is so much broader than like mm-hmm. what we can see, right? On a daily basis, sometimes I feel like I'm like tunnel vision, you know? Um, and so just being willing to, like, I think I'm, I'm not going to say my age, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you. And I'm like, hey, Lord, like at this point, sometimes we can get to a place where we're like, I have enough friends. I don't need any more friends. I don't have time for more. That sounds terrible, but I'm just being real. I'm sure other people might feel this way too. But like when we're open to, like, I think of um, you guys, right? Like I think of um, Jess specifically, like we've had some really great conversations just in the past few months even. And I'm like, oh man, like I wasn't expecting like a new friend, you know? And I just think um, being open to that because God's, vision is so much broader than ours and like he knows what we need and he knows who's going to come into our life and so being oh oh no oh she froze what was that you froze you froze so whatever (laughs) you said after open (laughs) god-centered like there's just such a difference between meeting someone who believes in jesus and has god at the center and is living that out and i feel like it's like you're already 10 steps ahead because you have that. If it's like a real, you know what I'm saying? Um, And then just being intentional and making time totally like Marky and I live, we live like over an hour away. So it's like being really purposeful in that. Like, I want to see you. Like I haven't seen you. I want to see, you know, and just making time because we have to. You know, it's really, really important. I know we're all, you know, just like our life's so busy and everyone has full lives, you know, so it just can get, time can get away from us. So, yeah. And that means Bridget, Bridget drives up here an hour for worship nights on Thursday nights. Yeah. Um, which is sometimes where I think, you know, you guys have had some of those conversations. I'm sure a lot of it was surrounding me and all the 
stuff that blew up but <laughs> in the beginning but yeah i think god is growing our friendship and i'm with you bridget i wasn't looking for a new friend <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you for being a friend. Um, but it's cool it's really cool though when you think about it you know yeah, yeah. it's cool though when you're you're like you said when you're open to what what god what God has. There's an interesting dynamic too, that you both have teenage daughters who are close to the same age we do. that you almost want to be like, Oh, look, let's match, make friendship. That way we know that they have somebody solid. <laughs> yeah. Sis said today, I really want, I'm going to tell on her on a podcast. I really want Maggie to be like my friend, like my real friend, like every day. <laughs> like, we'll talk to her. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It was sweet. It's very special and how, yeah, it's because God. it's, it's these days to find solid Christian friends, you know, it's very difficult. I feel like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm grateful. So thank you. Jim, I'm going to jump in here what? on um, something, <laughs> stuff it, something <laughs> that, that you just said, um, having Christian friends. So I did not grow up in the church. Um, my closest um, childhood friends um, all went to um, Catholic Church and CCD. And I remember growing up how um, I kind of always wanted a church family. Um, and I think our friendship between, sorry, Bridget, just the four of us, the reason, because I'm new to, to um, learning about you over the last year. But with our core group of four, um Marky was the first person I met the first time I went to church um, with the uh, where we all were. It was the first session, the first service I went to was Christmas Eve. And Marky was the first one um, because at that time she was doing the children's ministry. So I met her first. Um, my daughter was dedicated at that church. And it just so happened that the, the dedication day was the day that Jess came um, from Texas. And I thought that was really interesting um, that the one time she comes, my daughter is being dedicated. And then Carolyn and I have shared um, lots of things for the teaching and we love um, just teaching. And that's kind of what our fields were. And um, our kids are kind of similar in age. Um, so it was really interesting that I went into church just wanting a church, but didn't realize I needed more friends. Cause I said, I have lots of friends and how, how close we all got, um, how quickly. And it was just interesting because we went from, I don't know, not knowing each other to this amazing family that we have. Um, and I never thought that's what I needed or wanted because I had a lot of other people in my world <laughs> and I agree. God brought us together and, that's why I think we're lifers, girls. <laughs> I'm stuck with you. Just kidding. Fine, divas. Keep going. I just, <laughs> I just have to clarify that I was not doing my children's ministry job that day. I came to say hi because our kids were the same age. Yes. Our kids were uh, six weeks apart. So yeah, I remember sitting across um, from Marky and um, when she had Christian and I had Delena and I was like, oh, how cute. What? How old? And we were, it was just really cool. And she gave me the tour and it was really an interesting, um, I don't know, it was an interesting dynamic because it was my first service and it, I was not planning on going to meet anybody. I just wanted to kind of see what church was about. And I wanted to raise my daughter in a church because it's not what I was raised. And it's something I so cool. wanted. 
Yeah, it's something I've always wanted for my children. And um, what better examples than you all? So Aww. I appreciate it. I love you. <laughs> I have to point out that, um, you know, you desiring church. It's interesting from from an outside perspective. Jess knows where I'm going. She's already shaking her head. Um, that Gina's desire for church. She didn't know that like she wanted that experience, but she didn't realize that the, the church was the people. Yeah. Like, you know, that was not your original thought. But what you just said is I didn't realize that the people were what I needed, but the people are what I got and it's what I needed. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but that's because we are the body that, you know, the Bible says that all over the place. Yeah. And so I just think it's really cool how without knowing that, um, our friendship is an example of that because it just goes to show you how true those things are. Yeah. You know, like if we want to be the body of Christ, then we need to be the body of Christ. It's not about the building. It's about the people. Yeah. And doing life together. Carolyn is unmuted. Oh, I was going to ask what the question was again. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's interesting. I, you asked it. Um, it was, it was really kind of, you know, um, acknowledging that oh, life. that friendships go through changes yeah. and that life changes oh. get pretty huge, you know, cause, cause I mean, my world completely blew up and a lot of you ladies lives because you are so close to me blew up to some degree. Right. Um, but so what I'm noticing is that friendships change drastically when your world blows up. You know, and so, so it's interesting because, um, a long time ago, a very wise person said, <laughs> you know, everybody's in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. So what makes us those lifetime people? Like what makes us change when everything's falling apart? When the world blows up, we adjust and come back together pretty much. Right. So, um, I do have like you guys, I have my core, uh, you know, group of faith um faith friends um and then i also have my friends who i wouldn't say they have their faith as being um a forefront in their life um th these are my girlfriends from school uh that i grew up with um and my oldest friend um i've known her since third grade she literally thought i was an alien because i'm double jointed and yes, I when i was <laughs> when I was doing that like finger stuff, she like she looked at me and she was like actually legitimately terrified because she never knew anyone who could do that, like bend their fingers and arms and whatever. Like she never met anyone that can do any of that. So she actually legitimately thought that I was an alien. But we moved past that and she's like, oh, okay, she's you know, she's fun. Um, not an alien. So that that was good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, so jury's still up, but you know, um, so <laughs> her and another two, another two of my closest friends, like we all did theater together. Um, we were in a all girl acapella group. Um, and the thing is like, we, we've gotten really, really close and, um, you know, it's been 10 plus years since I've graduated and and that's pretty much what it is it's just you do life together you know the ups the downs you celebrate with each other you cry with each other and if it can get through those big huge milestones it's hard for things to tear you apart when you've already grown so strong together going through those things you know you've been through the um you've been through the close the loved ones um 
you know, dying. You've been through um, getting fired from jobs. You've been through weddings. You've been through births, you know, the moving from state to state. Like, it, your friendship has been tried and true through all those things. And I would say if if it was, you know, if it was going to fail at any moment, it could have failed a long time ago through any of those things but the fact that we can get through those things together and still you know still be as close as we are is because you know we we made it intentional you know and that love was there at the base so that we wanted to you know we wanted to do life together so as long as that intention was there and as long as that we we still um cared about each other and we still you know again we laugh together cry together and it's because you know the love was there from the beginning so as long as that intention is there, as long as that love is there, there's nothing that can separate you, which is definitely a big, huge reason for um, the other girls. And I feel as well as this group here, too. Yeah, I think that that fighting, we, I mean, she said that intentionality and fighting, um, fighting for the friendships yeah, is what Jess means. Fighting for the friendships. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about time to close things out, say, though. This um, has been so much fun. It has been. But my thoughts are we just will allow the girls to leave us with one comment if they'd like. So if you girls want to start thinking about that as I drag this time on for just a few more seconds, if there's anything else that anybody wants to add, um, you know, I think that the conversation was really, really good, though. Yeah. And I even mean- if they don't have anything else to say, it was still really amazing. And we just really, really appreciate you ladies for... Uh, for choosing to love us and, and jump on and, and be here. And, um, what's, what's kind of cool is that when you're talking to a group of friends like this, that you know that they're your biggest cheerleaders too. Carolyn, I know we don't want to be cheerleaders. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'll get you a pink, pink shirt. So Carolyn and I both do not do that kind of stuff. And pink is like our least favorite color, color on the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, um, I think that's it. Is there anything you ladies would like to say? Any closing comments? No, I just love you all so much. And Bridget, I love you too. We love you. We love you. Thank you. I was just thinking like one thing just last that I was thinking. I wrote down notes because my brain's not so great. Um, Just being available, you know, being available, I think, is such an important part of friendship yeah. um, along with, you know, and not always having an agenda and not, you know, just again, going back to that whole prayerful thing, like, Lord, I would tell Mark, I'm like, every time I'm with you on my way to see you, I pray, Lord, whatever, like, just make me available and close my mouth when I'm not supposed to be talking <laughs> and don't say anything stupid. But I just think, again, that kind of goes with intentionality, you know, just being available. Lord, how do you want to use me in this friendship? Like, how can I be a blessing to this person, you know? And um, I think that's really important because it takes like the selfishness of some friendships that I've been a part of in the past, like out of it, you know, you're just, you're available. You're there to be a friend. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that's powerful because not only, I mean, you're you're definitely talking about availability, but two, you know, leaning on the spirit to 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 help us um to help us figure out how to fight for that friendship, to help yeah. us figure out what to do more. Um we do I mean, all of us do way too much talking as people and not enough listening. Um and if we're just saying, like, God, help me love this person 
the way you would love them. You know, I feel like that like almost kind of um, summarizes what what we've been talking about. Yeah. All right. Gina, you got any final comments? Well, when you said being available, my first thought was it's not only time, it's emotionally. Be emotionally available with those around you. And it's good and bad. I think that when we talked about how long friendships last, to me, surface friendships don't go um, deep with the good and the bad and the ugly and all the things that go on in real life. Um, So I think that that changes uh, the dynamic of a friendship. In our situation, um, the tragedy prior to that, we were all very close, our core group. Um, But the tragedy brought us so much closer um, because we were available, not even time, but emotionally to each other. Um, And I think that just made things, um, I don't know, a a thicker friendship, a deeper friendship. Um, We saw each other through some really, really hard times. And I think um, that makes it easier to kind of understand relationships and friendships when you see not only the great things that go on, but the really, really crappy things that happen in life. So I think being available emotionally and time-wise um is really important for friendships yeah i like it it's all really really good good stuff ladies so good we love you guys thanks for having us thank you for getting on yeah y'all are awesome we really appreciate we know that it took time out of your day and away from your family so thank you thank you love you all and we will we will close this up. Yeah. And you ladies get to hear yourself over the car speaker or whatever you listen on. It's the weirdest thing ever. Yes, it is. Enjoy that. <laughs> that was so much fun. It was so much fun. And it was it was such a good recap, too, of a lot of the things that we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think what we what we realized is, is some of the things that we said, that, that God needs to be at the center of our friendships. Yep. Um, that we have to be willing to fight mm-hmm. and that we have to be genuine and available. I think those were the major themes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if we went back and like looked at that thing from a while ago, we'd see those as some Same of the major thing. bullet points. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was, I, I think that when I listen back, I'm going to take notes. I feel like that was that kind of episode where, um, there was some good meat in it and just to hear the different people and the different perspectives and y'all get to see our friendship with the people that were on too, like shine in that and how, you know, Marky and I are very different people, but then we had a friend on that her and I are the very same. So a lot of the same same in some ways, in some ways, I have to say (laughs) that planning and the the calendar, she wins that one (laughs) she's she's um she's my favorite there okay 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 (laughs) um as far as that goes but yeah um it was really good and i just want to say like kudos to to you ladies because it is actually really not the easiest thing to get on this microphone yeah um and be brave and vulnerable and they really were yeah all of them yeah um so it's just really powerful and if you get a chance Thank those ladies too, please. Okay. Um, I hope it was as special for you as it was for us. Um, And so I think that this concludes our conversation episode. Yeah. So um, join us next week um, where we are going to kick religion out the door. And we're going to talk about grace because we're only a few days before Easter. If you didn't realize that. Oh, wow. Here on Raw. (laughs) 